Hello, you gorgeous humans. Welcome to my podcast, Human Better 365, for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria. If you are new to this podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button and weekly motivational content will be there to jumpstart your day. On this podcast, we cover the four pillars of human needs. That's mental, emotional, and physical health relationships, prosperity, and the most fun, joy. Today, we are covering mental health. We are breaking down the topic of accepting yourself, your life, and reality as it is right now in order to catapult your life going forward. This is going to be a good one. Join me. Human Better 365 the only podcast that will create undeniable results in long-term growth, regain control of your time, get organized, and prepare for the future, all while having a life full of purpose. Because managing your time means managing your life. And now your host, Sabrina Victoria. Hello, hello, hello. I certainly hope you guys are having a fantastic day today. It is August 2020. We are in the middle of the pandemic still. I feel like I keep saying that forever. So today I want to talk about an amazing topic as all the topics are amazing topics. But today I want to talk about accepting yourself and your life where it is right now. So the reason I want to touch on this is kind of for obvious reasons. Um, Because of where we are right now in society, you could feel a little bit as if it's not necessarily your decision at the moment to procrastinate. (laughs) So usually um, in life, that we get, we go through little ruts and little hiccups and we have to like make up reasons as to why we procrastinated. This got in the way, that got in the way, this unforeseen occurrence happened. So because of that, now this, or I couldn't do this. So we've kind of come, or at least I've kind of come to a point where I'm getting frustrated because Um, the pandemic is lasting so long that the amount of time that I feel like society has been able to procrastinate is way longer than we would like, than I would like, than I'm sure you would like. And it's kind of getting old and kind of want to just get on with all of the things that we had planned out for this year. So First of all, the important thing to remember is wherever you are, whether pandemic related or not pandemic related, we're done with that subject, but wherever you are right now, it's very important to realize that you are where you are and that is okay. So I always say that there is um, a map of our life. Okay, if you could imagine getting directions um, or asking for directions, let's say. Let's say you called up your friend Bill and you said, Hey, Bill, I would really like to come to your house. No GPS or anything exists. I would really like to come to your house. How do I get there? Now, if you're expecting Bill to give you directions, what's the first thing he's going to ask? He's going to ask, Well, where are you coming from? Where do you live? Where are you going to be driving from? You have to know where you're at 
first before you can start to create a roadmap to where you want to eventually be. So it's very, very important to make sure that wherever you are, no matter how exciting it is or how boring it is or, or scary or heartbreaking, that you just are where you are and be okay with that. And allow yourself to sit in it for a moment. If you're dealing with something super, super exciting, allow yourself to feel the joy and the excitement. If you are dealing with something very traumatic, allow yourself to sit, allow yourself to cry, allow yourself to be upset and be okay with that. And then if it's something sad, learn to let go. If it's something super exciting, learn to hang on and allow yourself to embrace the moment of where you are exactly where you are because that is where you should be and I know that that sounds sort of cliche-ish I know that sounds sort of like yeah that's what everybody says but it really is the honest truth um if you can think of yourself or other people in your lives who have clothing in their closet that has been there forever uh that doesn't fit them any longer that right there is a really good example of somebody who is living in the past and who is not okay with where they are now in the present. So you want to make sure that you're connecting with yourself and that um, you're not necessarily, um, I don't want to say not accepting, but kind of like not accepting the bad things or the things that you don't want to be happening. Um, and that's how we kind of get stuck, get stuck in this rut. So we become so focused on the past or so focused on where we wish we were that we stop focusing on how to get to where we want to go, if that makes sense. So that's how come people stay in jobs way longer than they should. They stay in dirty houses way longer than they should. They stay in unfulfilling relationships, um, jobs, like I said, and they never quite move forward or quite shift or pivot as I always talk about because they're unfamiliar with where they are, one. And number two, they're not okay with pivoting or they're not okay with taking a few steps back or making a left-hand turn instead of going straight ahead. So you really need to learn to accept yourself. Accept yourself where you are with all of the things and acknowledge all of yourself and the good and the things that need improvement. So all of it, the good and the things that need improvement. That means your job, that means your relationships, that means your weight, that means your acne, that means your haircut, that means your skin, your disease, your um, loss of a person or a family member, um, getting a promotion or not getting a promotion, except where you are with all of the things right now and start to concentrate on your state of mind and where you are mentally. You need to start acknowledging your reality. See, accepting your current situation can make you happier in the present and then lead to a better future. 
Okay, so you want to make sure that if you can get happy where you are, find happiness, focus on happiness where you are. That might be hard depending on the situation that you're going through. But if you can find happiness and even the turmoil, the positive things, the optimistic things that are going on in your life, even during the turmoil, you're more likely to um, have a better future as time goes along. So you also want to be able to make sure that you're practicing radical honesty. So when you can admit your own pretense, you can begin to powerfully create a new future. Denying your current reality, especially if it's a bad one, will not make it go away. Dealing with the bad stuff is a way to get the good stuff, but it takes practice, practice, practice. Okay? So you want to make sure that you are being honest with yourself. So not only do you want to be incredibly honest with yourself on where you are right now in your life, but you also want to identify your part. So if you are overweight, it's really easy to blame the things in your life. This quite isn't going right. My job isn't going right. I have too many kids. My husband doesn't help at home. Whatever the issues are, there's so many excuses we can give as to why we are where we are, why we're in our job, why we're in our crappy relationship, why we, um, <clears throat> whatever it is, there's hundreds of different um, examples, but you want to identify where you can take fault, where you can take fault, because this is the thing. It's important to identify what you may have done to foster success or failure. Once you know what you're dealing with, you can work towards the next best steps. So this was a huge, huge um, awakening for me when I first started taking blame for my last relationship. So my last relationship consisted of over a decade of my life spent with a narcissistic man who controlled me mentally, emotionally, and financially, and sexually. It was an array of emotions and roller coasters constantly during the entire relationship. And I was constantly playing the victim, constantly. Uh, woe is me and crying in the bathroom and all this stuff. And it wasn't until I took um, ownership over what I had control over. And I had control over being able to leave the relationship if I wanted to. And once I took control of that, once I really got honest, right? That's what we just said. Once we really get honest with ourselves on what we can and cannot control, that's when you can start creating a roadmap. That's when you can really start creating a focus and a goal as to where to go, right? Same thing when I got pregnant. I got pregnant when I was 20 years old. I had my son when I was 21 years old. I was not married. And I um, lived again in a victim role of woe is me. My boyfriend at the time or my son's father left, didn't pay me child support for 11 years. And it was this whole story of woe is me. 
And I can't now because of him, because of him, because of him and blaming everything on my son's father, father, my entire situation was because of my son's father. And it wasn't until I took ownership that I got pregnant. I had a baby and I have control. It wasn't until I did that, that I could finally start to create a plan on how to fix it. And I'm still working a plan. I'm still working a goal. I'm still working a focus. But it took me a long time to get out of that rut. It took me a long time to get out of my last relationship. But it, but I had to take ownership that it was mine in order to leave. And once I finally realized that I had control to leave, I have control over being able to make money or extra money or whatever it was, that's when I started to be able to really build a foundation for myself, for me and my child. So what is the situation that you're sitting in right now? Where are you at right now where you're feeling trapped, where you're feeling like you're in a prison, where you're feeling as if you can't break free? Write it down and be radically honest with yourself as to where you have power. Because I guarantee you that unless you're chained to a bed or locked in a basement, there are areas of your life where you do have control, even if it doesn't seem like it. So my last relationship, he controlled my job. I worked for him. He controlled all of the money. He gave me a very, very small salary. He controlled my car. He controlled my phone. He literally controlled all the bills, all the house, everything was in his name. I owned nothing but the clothes on my back that I brought when I got into the relationship, basically. Could barely even afford to buy more clothes because I was on such a small salary. And I literally felt as if I was in a prison. I literally felt as if I could not break free. But once I got honest with myself and once I realized that there are small little holes in the relationship, there are small little areas where I can manipulate, where I can use my power, where I can start to break free, break out of the prison slowly, cracking it slowly. Everybody's situation is different. Where are you? What areas of your life can you manipulate? Can you control? Can you gain power over? If you're trying to lose weight, where can you fit in a workout? Where can you fit in um, doing some floor work in front of the TV during family time, right before bed while watching TV? There are a million opportunities that you are passing by because of procrastination, because of laziness, because of fear, because you don't want to admit that you made a mistake. So that's another one. So it takes a lot from a person to admit that they made a mistake. So for instance, me with my last relationship, I broke that relationship off and got back and broke up and got back and broke up and got back to the point where it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing at the end where I didn't want to leave just because of my ego, because I felt like such a, a crazy person. 
Like, why does this girl keep breaking up and getting back with this guy? What is going on with her? She's insane. So it takes a really big person to finally sit down and say, you know what? I freaking made a mistake. I actually don't want to be with this person. And you can say that and you can leave. Don't worry about what your parents say. Don't worry about what your friends say. Don't worry about what your religion says. It doesn't matter. You were put on this earth to be a beautiful, healthy, happy, joyful human being. Not to be miserable. You were not put on this earth to fix anybody. You were not put on this earth to be a punching bag for anybody. You were not put on this earth to be a uh, a baby-making machine stuck at home with a hundred rules wrapped around you so you have no life. That is not why you were put on this earth. Admit that you made a mistake. It's okay. And it's your life. And you'll be thankful Once you admit it, then you can start creating a plan on how to fix the mistake. That's all a mistake is. It's just a small little failure. Now you know that doesn't work. Now you know that relationship doesn't work. Now you know that diet doesn't work. Now you know that if you don't want to be eating donuts and you pass a donut shop every single day on the way to work, you need to take a different route. It's a mistake. You mistakenly drove down the same road every single day on the way to work and stopped and had a donut. That's okay. It's a mistake and gained 20 pounds. (laughs) That's okay. Admit where you were wrong. You can't fix anything until you admit that you were a little bit wrong and that's okay. The strength within to realize you control your reality And you're the only one who can change it. Decide what's important to you and set your mind to it. So this goes along with a podcast I did a few days ago. If you guys didn't listen to it, it's called, um, I talk about resolve. I don't really remember what the name of it was. I'll have to look that up. I'll link it in the description below. But it was talking about setting your mind to something and doing it no matter what. Doing it no matter what. So once you admit your mistake, that's okay. Resolve, commit to fixing it. Make a new route. Learn to pivot. Just because you're going straight down this road and you've told everyone, your friends, your family, your neighbors, your school, social media, that you're going down this road to marry someone, to take this job, to move. It doesn't matter. If you realize you made a mistake, you can change your mind. Say, I wish somebody would have told me this. I wish somebody would have told me this. That it's okay to change your mind. That's how you learn. That's how you evolve. That's how you figure out what's true to you and your soul and your mind and where you are in your life and your environment. And then once you change your mind, own your outcome. Own it. Work towards owning every part of your reality. 
not just the things that need work, but also your strengths and successes. Owning your outcome can help teach you to do better next time to see failure. So you want to make sure that whether the outcome is good or the outcome is bad, that you're owning it no matter what, because this is the thing. If the outcome is good, you get ownership of that. Good job. You get a win. Now, if the outcome was bad, then you have the power to change. If you give all the bad outcomes to somebody else all the time or blame it on somebody else all the time, then you have absolutely zero control. You have no reins to change it. So always take ownership of all of your reality, every single action, every single outcome, every single thing that's happening in your life. Take ownership of it and be excited about life. Be excited about the failures because the failures get you that much closer to a win, just like sales. They say a salesman loves the word no because every time you hear the word no, it gets you closer to a yes. There's tons of yeses in life. You have to hear a few no's in order to get to all the yeses. The yeses come with the no's. Nobody in life just has yes, 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 yes to all the things all the time. Nobody has that. There's no such thing. What life is, is a slew of no's. No, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. No, 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 yes. No, no. But if you don't get the no's, there's no yeses. And if you're too afraid of the failures or too afraid of the no's and you just sit and do nothing new with your life and do nothing exciting with your life and never meet new people and never have new adventures or new experiences or try out anything new or follow your passions or follow your hustles or try to make more money doing this or doing that. If you wanted to stay safe, like a little hermit crab in your home, you can do that. You can do that. And it'll be super boring and it'll be super unfulfilling. But you see, people are afraid to fail. They're afraid of the nose. Why are you afraid of the nose? Every time you get a no, you're closer to a yes. I have tried so many different things of my life. So many different ways of making money. So many different ways of meeting people. So many different ways of doing business. Of creating flows for business. Of creating charts and graphs and meeting people and friends and dating. All sorts of different ways. And I've had a lot of no's and I've had a ton of yeses. And my life is fantastic right now. I was joking in my last podcast that this has been, without a doubt, the year of the coronavirus has been the greatest year of my life. Because all of the things that I have been doing Over the last five, six, seven, eight years, educating myself, finally becoming financially free. All of the things that I did, working on my mental and emotional health, finding a good man, being super picky, super specific, 
spending a ton of time with my son so he grows up being having great communication skills, great people skills, great moral compass. These are all things I've been working on for a really long time. And a lot of the things that I've been working on over the years have come true this year. This year, 2020, I am living my best year yet. And if you can learn to find happiness in the turmoil, plan. See, once you start planning and things start falling into place, it's crazy where it pops up. Mine popped up this year. All of my blocks and all of my building and all of my structuring fell into place this year. And I am now able to say that. How amazing is that? And you have the ability to do the same exact thing. Don't let fear get in your way. See, the last few steps of my goal, which I've remade goals now. Now they're another two years out. I actually just made them a few days ago. My uh, fiance and I were just looking them over yesterday, actually. But... You can't let fear get in your way. I almost didn't go through with my plan because of the coronavirus. I almost let that be be an excuse. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing this. My plan has not failed me yet. Everything I've done thus far has been brilliant, has come true, has worked out great. I'm just going to do it. And I, and I kept on and kept on and kept on and kept on. And here I am. Because I didn't let fear get in the way. So you must be willing to do things in a unique way. And to reflect on any feedback you receive. Don't let fear getting your way. I talk about this all the time. If you need podcasts on fear, (laughs) look me up. There's a ton. This has been a huge issue for me in my life because I am an empath. Tend to fall into a codependency type relationship up until now. It's It's been very hard, very fearful. So I talk a lot about that. You want to let go of your biases. Don't get caught up in the life you think you are supposed to have. Work on creating the reality you are meant to live. Learn to understand them and let them go. So any biases that you have of how life should be. We talked about this last podcast actually, limiting beliefs. What are the limiting beliefs, the biases that you have in your life where you say it should be this way or you should be that way or else nothing? You want to let those go. It's very, very easy to point out all your insecurities. That's another one. You want to make sure that you're also counting your positives. 
You're also listing out your strengths, things that you're good at, accomplishments you've received. I am huge on this. When my fiance and I started dating it, it kind of like off put him sometimes because I was so vocal with my wins all the time. But it's very, very important to remind yourself of where you're winning in life. Where are all your wins? Count them. What are your strengths? What are you good at? And if you're so good at it, why are you not multiplying on it? Why are you not doubling down on it? I believe every person has been given a blessing. They have been given a thing. A thing that they have. That only they have. What is it? What is your thing? Think about it. Write about it. What are the things you dream about? What are the things you think about? What are your daydreams? Those are the things. See, stop spending so much time dealing with all of the woe is me and the victim and all the bad things that are going on. Everybody has bad things. Everybody has things going on all the time. Stop focusing on all of that. Stop focusing on everybody else's bad things. Where everybody else needs to work on. That also wastes a lot of time. Pointing fingers all the time. Oh, he should be doing this or they should be doing that. Well, what should you be doing? What are you supposed to be doing? Where is your time being spent? Are you wasting it away? Are you wasting your time? Instead of creating Instead of building, instead of creating communities, building objects, building buildings, building workshops, cooking, doing hair, being a comedian, being an actor, writing, singing, blogging, podcasting, what are your things? Start counting your strengths. What are they? And double down on them. Let go of what you think life is supposed to be and what your mom said life is supposed to be or what your aunt or your uncle said that you should be. You're supposed to be a doctor. You're supposed to be a nurse. You're supposed to follow in your father's footsteps as a teacher, geometry teacher, whatever it is. Your mom had 16 kids, so you should at least have 10 kids. What are the things that are repeating in your world that you feel as if you should be doing, but you don't want to do them? What are those things? And what are the things you want to be doing? Start writing lists. Write your stuff down. Start taking control over your life. You're not dead. You're literally not dead. You're here listening to me. What are you doing? If you are literally just waking up going to work, watching TV, and going to bed, and going to work, and watching TV, and going to bed, and going to work, and watching TV, and going to bed, and going to... What the hell is that? And then eating a ton of food in between, 
And then we wonder why we're sad or upset or pissed or angry all the time. Because you have a burning desire deep within you to do something. And you're not fulfilling it. You're supposed to be fulfilling that. That's why you're angry. That's why you're always focusing on the negatives. That's why. So what is the thing? Accept that struggle will always be part of your reality. This is huge. This is like my mantra. I have paint in my hair. Ah. These are my side hustle projects for my company. Jacket junkie. Doing a little uh, painting yesterday. Um, accept the struggle. The struggles will always be part of your reality. This is like what I live for. This is what I do my whole life. My whole life has been to struggle after struggle after struggle after struggle. I am now the queen of struggle. Literally. And it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I can take the most messed up craziness and turn it into like a magnificent masterpiece. Because I am so used to struggle. I am so calm when under stress. I'm like a calm butterfly. Everyone else is freaking out. Everybody else's anxiety is through the roof. Everyone's asking a gazillion questions. You can feel the vibrations of the anxiety this high in everybody. And I'm super calm. Because I've been through so much stuff all by myself. All by myself. I had to endure my struggles all by myself. And while I was enduring them, I kept doing this, woe is me. I'm all by myself. No one's here to help me. No one's here to save me. And now I am so grateful that I was by myself because now I can literally conquer anything by myself. It's fantastic. Realize that there's going to be struggles in your life and take them head on. What is the problem and what is the solution? There is always a solution to every single problem. Always. Stop dwelling so much on the problem. All you have to do is acknowledge the problem and figure out exactly what it is. That's it. Then you don't need to talk about it anymore. Then all you do is talk about the solution. That's it. Every problem has a solution. Every struggle has a solution. If you're struggling physically, what's the solution? You're struggling mentally, what's the solution? You're struggling financially, what's the solution? There are solutions to your problems. Struggling in your relationship, what's the, what's the um, uh, solution? There are tons and tons of a variety of solutions for all of the struggles and all of the challenges that you will have going on in your life. Do not shy away from them. 
these struggles and these challenges that you are going through in your life will be your strength one day, either your strength for yourself or your strength for someone else. And that's what I am now committed to. I've now endured waves, tsunamis of stuff that I have now dedicated my life to sharing my stories in order to encourage and teach others. Because this is what I believe. I believe that we are here for three reasons. There's three things that we should be doing as humans. One, learning a bunch of stuff. Learning as much things as possible and then doing what you learned. Not expecting other people to do them. You doing what you learned. That's one. Two, teach. Once you learn all the things and you're doing all the things and you are a prime example of what happens when you do all the things, then you teach people how to do all the things. That's what I'm doing. That's what I am dedicating my life to doing. That's why I have company called Human Better 365. That's why I have a company called Breaking Free from Your Financial Prison. That's why I have a company called Jacket Junkie. I have an obligation as a human to share my story for generations to come. For the generations before me that weren't educated, that didn't know, that didn't realize. I have literally women older than me, 45, 50, 55 years old, messaging me saying, OMG. I cannot believe that I didn't know this. I cannot believe that this is the person that I'm with. I cannot believe that I should have been doing this instead of doing that. I had no idea what this was. I had no idea what that was. Thank you for putting this out there. Thank you for sharing your story. It is your obligation as a human to teach. And the third is to love. And not any kind of love. Not a, yeah, I love you, but. It's an unconditional love that you will be there. That you will be there. No matter what. Unconditional love. That's it. Those are the three things. Those are the three things. The last thing on my list here for you guys today, as per usual, is to make a goal. Make a goal. I say this in somehow in every podcast, every podcast, somehow it ends up somewhere in there, usually at the end, to write down a goal. Write down a goal. Where are you going? What is your focus? What is the point? What is the point of you? Are you just going around criticizing everybody aimlessly, randomly? They don't even see it coming? Is your goal to gain as much weight as possible? Is your goal to have as many kids as possible? Is your goal to sit on the couch every single night and eat Cheetos and watch reruns of Netflix? 
reruns of Friends or Seinfeld or my favorite Criminal Minds? What's the goal? What are you doing? What are you working towards? There are options for you. There are things in this world that are waiting for you. There are things that you should be teaching people. That's your obligation as a person. So um, that is pretty much about it for now. Um, I do have one side note here that I kind of forgot about. And um, I was looking up richest or most famous or whatever women in the world. And Oprah Winfrey popped up, of course. And she's worth, as of 2018, so two years ago, she was worth two billion eight hundred million dollars. Two billion eight hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money. And one of the things that she talked about constantly was to write out a plan. Write out a goal. Now, I don't know about you. But I believe firmly in, if you see something that someone has, do what they do and you'll get what they have. Now, I'm not sitting here trying to say that I want $2,800,000,000, but I am going to say that if Oprah Winfrey is telling me to set a focus and a goal and to write it down in order to be successful in life, I am going to say that I'm probably going to do that. I'm probably going to go ahead and get that done. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close up today. I certainly hope you guys have a fantastic day today. Until next time, thanks for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better 365. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and check out my website for all my social media under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I'm here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I am always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Take immediate action and stay in control of your life by visiting humanbetter365.com. Start to envision your best life by focusing on empowering thoughts. Personal and group coaching available. Contact us today 